0: welcome to trust the bachelor process a podcast where bachelor super fans and sisters alex and sarah discuss all things bachelor nation typically with a glass of rosé in hand our two true passions so sit back with us sip rosé with us and enjoy the journey with us hello hello i'm sorry that we're late everybody i did post on my insta
1: last you know. week was a doozy you guys because here we were on our zoom recording the podcast and for whatever reason i kept getting kicked off and so sarah was like carrying the torch by herself
0: <laughs> i you guys have like the episode it was just me talking
1: to myself <laughs> If there's one thing that Sarah's good at, it's talking to anybody, and that includes herself. So
0: <laughs> I, think,
1: I think you guys would have really enjoyed it, but I just had a little bit too much FOMO, so Sarah graciously said that I could be a part of it, and we pushed.
0: Well, then once you kept getting kicked off, then my Zoom just kept restarting. Mm-hmm. I, so I like I reset the Wi-Fi. I restarted the computer. Like we should be good to go. I'm almost nervous uh-huh. to say it.
1: 2020 <laughs> folks, 2020 folks. I as much as I love talking about technology breaking down, I I love talking about the Bachelorette way more. So what what a as a mix up, right? Or not a mix up, a um, shake up is what I'm trying to say because we're in whatever week of half of the season, and Chris has to leave to take his son to college. So who yeah. do have as our, our guest host?
0: JoJo. I've been talking about how long I've wanted her to come, and I want more of her. I think she's done such a good job. She was, like, we all know, like, she's made for television. She was made for this job, and, like, I just want more. And I think she's going to be here a few more weeks, and I think that we will get more of her. But every time she was on TV, I was like, oh, yes, you're so deserving.
1: Yeah, and we touched upon this, you know, last night, but you guys haven't heard it yet. Um, <laughs> we really, really loved the fact that um, when JoJo is talking to Taysha and you're having that one-on-one time together, um, she is, it really does seem like she is a girlfriend of Taysha. Like, so those conversations, like, part of the host is to exist as a sounding board. And since those conversations are coming from a girl her own age, I feel like you're getting a little bit more from Tasha because it's easier for her to open up to a woman her own age rather than old man Chris Harrison, who we love and we, I mean, recently love, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a new love.
0: I, I wonder if for The Bachelor, if we should have a male host and The Bachelorette, we have a female host. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I just feel like it's easier for guys to talk to guys and it's easier for girls to talk to girls. I don't know. Maybe that's not – maybe it's, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I would rather share my feelings with a girl, I think. Yeah. As someone who identifies as a woman. Yes. 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 Yes.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit easier. So it was really sweet. I mean, it was very funny. JoJo's entrance was like her being like struck by the heat wave and barely being able to stand up <laughs> as a result of it. But even still, she powered through. And that's, <laughs> that that's dedication that we need from a host.
0: I did also kind of laugh because like it, oh, the scene opens and Tasha's like, I've had a very upset stomach. And she's like carrying a giant plate of scones. And I'm like, where's this going? <laughs> but <laughs> it was just like for brunch for the two of them yeah again like but we need to film this bit so I'm gonna eat this scone <laughs> okay I want to say this and so I think that and we'll kind of get into the nuts and bolts of all of this but this week was a game changer too because we are seeing Tasha for the first time like really break down um and it's very interesting to watch I I'm happy that we finally had this because I have to say just overall, I think I was very invested in Claire's part of this season because I knew it was going to be like a shit show, but I have like not, I feel like, I feel like watching Tasha's so far is like, you know, when you read a whole page of a book and then you're like, wait, what did I just read? I feel like that's what's happening to me is I watched Tasha's half of the season, but I do, I, I think that it's, I think it's about to turn around in a really, really big way. Because, like, we're watching the the hard exterior get, like, broken through right now. Like, she's breaking down, she's crying, and I feel like, finally, we're gonna, we're gonna hear from her in a yeah. big way.
1: Well, and I think the thing that has always, that we love Tasha, the thing that's always kind of kept us from maybe embracing her as a lead has been the fact that she is so guarded. We don't really know yeah. yet,
0: really
1: but this be, her being in the lead position doesn't really allow her a hiding place. Like she's just kind of forced to have these really emotional conversations. And what's cool is it's like almost learning, like watching, and this is not meant to sound um, patronizing or in any way, but like we're seeing, it's almost like watching a baby deer learn how to walk like we're seeing her figure out how to have these emotional conversations without um, the layer of like guarded composure that she usually has. Like yeah. a little bit awkward. Sometimes like she'll just be overcome with a feeling and we'll see her cry, but not necessarily have the language to explain why she's crying. Um, and, I, and she also desperately <laughs> wants these men to open up to her but also doesn't necessarily have the <laughs> skill set to like ask follow-up questions, but, but she wants she's requiring that emotional openness and I think being with somebody emotionally open is going to um, help pave the way for her being able to become emotionally open.
0: Yeah, I don't know anything about her ex-husband, but I wonder if maybe both of them were very closed off, so she didn't have. a lot of access to feelings maybe um okay but with that so let's talk about zach yeah so they go on this like they go to take wedding photos um first of all I don't ever mean to like speak critically about somebody's craft but like (laughs) I did not like these photos
1: (laughs) Yeah, they were bad. Um, and it wasn't, like, I liked the staging. I liked the outfit change. I liked the themes. I think when we saw things go downhill were the, like, the Sears glow that were happen- was,
0: happening. In yeah, the- it was the edited versions that were not, I did, I was like, I can't even see their faces. They're like orbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that also wasn't even, like, the most awkward part of this. So, like, at first, I was kind of like, "Tasha, lighten up! Like, it's just really fun to play dress up. Like, it's like not the big of a deal." But when she had to like actually get in these dresses, I mean, she was she was really really overwhelmed. And I had a minute of being like, "Oh my gosh! Like, this yeah. is why are we making her do this?" I know, like, it is
1: kind of traumatizing to like, your marriage didn't work out that inevitably must have been really hard on you and to be forced to kind of relive it, how can that not be triggering? And I thought it was sweet that Zach constantly was like, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But she kind of like, uh, like one moment that really stood out to me was when the photographer wanted to put the veil on her. And it seemed as though she didn't want him to put the veil on her at all, but she let him do it. Like where I was just
0: kind of like, you can say no, it's okay. Like you don't have to be Everything. Even even Zach was like, you don't have to. And she was like, no, it's fine. It's like in already. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. These are the, I want Tasha to stand up for herself and be like, no. And I think that we're getting there. And I think that we'll get there by the end of the season. I think that this is going to be one of those seasons. I don't know. Maybe she will find her, her like future husband. I don't know. But I think no matter what, she is going to like find herself.
1: I... Even I think because I, you do get the sense that she does like have the fight in her. Like we see her able to kind of confront the guys um, at the mm-hmm. end of this. we get to, um, but I yeah I do, I do want to see her fight for herself a little bit more. So,
0: so then Zach like reveal reveals like everything from his past, and I think this is where we're talking about like follow up questions. Like he like laid it all out there, and she was just like, "Okay, thanks." <laughs> Wow. And I was like, we have have nothing else
1: to say about that. (laughs) But she wants it. Like, she wants those conversations to happen, but she just, it just doesn't seem like it goes much further past, like, the the facts being stated. And maybe we didn't see it. Maybe we didn't see all of it. Um, But I think in that moment, she was like, okay, wow. Like, Zach has been through some real...
0: Shit! Oh my gosh! I I like Zach. I've liked him from the beginning, but yeah, this is it's it's a lot. It is. A lot. I mean, she wasn't wrong when she said it's, it was a lot. I, wait! <laughs> a oh lot. my god! I'm just I'm doing exactly what Tasha just did. I yeah. I just yeah, yeah. we're not saying we're emotionally
1: equipped to have these conversations. Like,
0: <laughs> I did not come ready with my fun. list of follow up questions for Zach. <laughs> I mean they seem to have back. a real chemistry though and he seems to like her. Oh sorry. Wait.
1: I also think he's a Philly boy because I stopped his Instagram account and all of his still clothes, clothes.
0: He is a Philly guy. I told you this a few weeks ago.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. A <laughs> few <laughs> that was a lifetime ago. I know.
0: I, I talked about this back when he was like still on Claire season. Oh, well that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, he's like a Philly guy. I've really liked him from the beginning. Um I think he's somebody that I trust, like he, I, like I, I, I trust him. Okay. I think I trust him too. I
1: think because he has been through a lot, like he has access to empathy that other people don't have. And he also is able to prioritize um, what is disturbing of his emotional atten- uh, attention and what is not. Um, he just feels like a real man. And I mean, Tasha said she wants a
0: grown ass man. So. Okay, so I think this is a nice little segue into the group date, because similarly, on the group date, all of these men revealed a lot of their backstories, and as she's having her, like, emotional breakdown, she Mm -hmm. is like, this is what it's like to date real men. (laughs) Uh But yeah, so they have this, like, creativity Mm -hmm. um, date, which I kind of like. And they have this, like, artist kind of walk them through and they do all these, they, like, paint nudes or whatever.
1: <laughs> and then they do their play. Was- Wait, sorry. I have a more important question um, than anything that you're about to, or any of us are about to. <laughs> Did that guy have a boner? Yeah. Okay. Right? Why did you say that so casually? Like, of course. <laughs> I just feel like he definitely did. I just think there's something different about painting a man in the ma- or painting the male form as it is and like painting a fully erect dude who's ready to go that has like legs a- are you asking whether or not they should have shown <laughs> no i'm not asking i just want to know I, I i'm not i'm not saying i, w- I want to see it i'm just saying i want to know i want i want someone to tell me
0: i just want to picture it
1: <laughs> i want to picture it but what's worse Sarah, is that not knowing is making me crazy
0: (laughs) (laughs) and now I'm making me more well I really like this because I think that this was this It's like they started with something kind of like oh okay like an icebreaker like painting naked people and then like they got to move into like something worth their hands and they got to like do like claymation like all that and then do their self-portraits and it's just like this evolution into like again like watching these people go deeper and deeper and deeper and I think that it's just like an important message that like creativity allows you to like connect with certain parts of yourself um which I believe in um but yeah these guys revealed some really dark stuff I do um okay the, ben, the Bennett chair situation she was obviously taking that seat to sit next to Noah right <laughs> I think it was a production thing that she was
1: taking that seat because it was like it was in the center and they for filming purposes they wanted her to have the most central oh I just thought you wanted to sit next to Noah if that is the case that makes me really upset because I think Damar is such a sweetie and to be like oh DeMar, <laughs> can you leave?" and he was he was like so sweet I don't know I don't I almost just I don't know, want- I really like Damar I don't want to believe that about Tasha,
0: so I'm just in my head. It was a production thing. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, Bennett. <laughs> I'm supposed to be sitting here. Maybe Alex. Maybe you're right because maybe she was like, "I'm so sorry, Damar. They're they're making me sit here. Like this is like, I, like I need to sit here." And Bennett was like, "Same." They told me that I'm just
1: sitting. Here. And he was like, well, "You're just taking that up right now." And he's like, "No,
0: I'm not." I know they just told me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we see a lot of tensions brewing between Noah and Bennett in this day. Um, Bennett seems to constantly be like kind of
0: poking the bear when it comes to Noah. But also Alex, you nailed something the other, a few weeks ago when Bennett went in for the kiss with her and she didn't want it. Bennett does not ask for consent. No, he's, a psychopath he, i mean I, I, the kiss
1: with the blindfolds i hated i thought it was so awful i was like she doesn't even know who she's kissing like gross i i
0: feel like i would have been like get off of me
1: I am not about this guy. I, like, I'm i sorry. I know he was our favorite for like a couple of weeks. Well, because
0: it was like hilarious to watch him have like a shoe collection and like give tours of the room that everyone has the same room.
1: <laughs> well, that kind of stuff is really endearing. But oh God, I, I just, I mean, I thought Noah kind of nailed him exactly when he called him privileged because like his claymation was just like here's our house in the Hamptons here's our nice car that we drive here's
0: our New York or LA or mountain he's app. he's just the most condescending person I don't know like I and again this is why it's hard for me like I don't know where Tasha stands because she seems to be like laughing and kind of flirty but I'm like maybe she's doing it because she is really uncomfortable yeah
1: yeah uh, possibly, I cannot tell at all how she feels about Bennett. I think she,
0: I don't think he is at all one of her top guys. But maybe uh, she's cute. I yeah, know. I don't know. I mean, it would be really nice to have a house in the Hamptons. Yeah. Um. But moving on a little bit from that. Um.
1: I mean, because you wouldn't want a house in the Hamptons. We do get a little <laughs> bit cheaper than the Hamptons, if that's even possible. Um, because the guys start really sharing deep parts about themselves. Riley, you know, he spoke about his uh, his family. He, like, his self-portrait was, you know, pictures of different clouds and how he really values quality time because he comes from a broken family. Um, I, I feel like there were other really, like, Blake, Blake talked...
0: Oh, well, Blake talked about... Oh, right. The cops had a podcast. Like, his dad was, yeah, an addict or an, or an alcoholic, and there, yeah, it that and like he was like tearing up, and he's like, I just, I basically drew the family that I feel like I deserve to have, and I was like, oh my god, it was
1: beautiful. And then and Ivan, Ivan, yeah, he choked up a little bit because he said his biggest fear in his life that was that the dad who raised him won't be able to see the dad that he, the man that he became. And he had a last piece of puzzle, a puzzle piece, and he left it for Tasha. I think Ivan is so creative; like everything, yeah. it kind of just bursts out of him. I love him.
0: I and do too. then, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> here's my here's my arc with Ben, <laughs> because he will first He, he pulls him a picture. Of his face with like hearts all around his head. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And then he's like, actually, never mind. And he like gets butt naked and is like, this is all of me. And Taisha's like, wow, thank you for being so brave. And she writes down, however, however, so I'm crying up, or cracking up. I actually cannot believe it. I am like, I like literally looking at my notes and it's crying, laughing faces. <laughs> and well, and it was such a weird sensory experience because
1: they're playing <laughs> romantic music over it and she's she's
0: overcome with his dick to the point where she's weeping on the floor. <laughs> I do think that it was, I I mean, okay. Imagine if you were in Tasha's position, though. You were hearing all of these very emotional stories. You're trying to stay very present, very present. And then, like, a hot, naked man. Was... It's like, I cannot even imagine a more overwhelming situation. Like, I would have also... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I
1: think I would cry because like I didn't want to see you naked. I mean, like this is not the this is not the time nor place that I want to see.
0: Well, she liked it. And okay, I have to say once I hear from him later, I think I get I get it, right? Because the okay. portrait with the hearts around his head is obviously like a symbolism of learning to love yourself, right? So it's like this self-love. Obviously. Obviously, that's, and then, and he, he didn't know, like his biggest, he's, he's body insecure. He, he reveals that he had this eating disorder throughout his twenties. He was bulimic. He didn't know in the moment how to like, like to him that was so vulnerable, not because he's naked, but because he was actually sharing the part of himself that has hurt him for so long. But we didn't know it in the
1: context, Yes, the problem was we, we didn't have that context
0: yet. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> so later, I was kind of like, uh. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: have to say I believe the context would have been helpful. <laughs> uh, I, I I, think if he had said it a little bit earlier, I, I, I might have been able to buy into the moment a little bit more.
0: I also don't know that he needed to get butt naked. Like, I think he could have <laughs> just taken off his shirt and the message would have, would have carried. <laughs> no, you got to see the balls. You got to. I, s- I still like Ben. <laughs> yeah. I still I, like. I, I do. I do. I, I mean, I think he's a kind-hearted person. Um... I don't know. I just, it's a little weird. (laughs) It was so weird. Well, I just still think it's hilarious how last week he was like, she thinks I'm the worst. I mean, yeah,
1: no, I, okay. I, I honestly have no words. (laughs) Well, you know what?
0: We also did, we got like more from like, like even in the cocktail hour, like it kept going. It kept going. Like people like kept talking about like deeper stuff and revealing more and um yeah I don't know I think she generally has a good group yeah I'm I'm into this crew yeah I feel like so many of them are like very in tune with their emotions like I feel like a lot of them have probably gone to therapy this is what happens when you get men of a certain age right they're not all like 22 23 24 Noah's the youngest at 25.
1: I think so I think it's a combination of them being a little bit older and I think in general it's kind of a this season is actually kind of a perfect depiction of the bachelorette in quarantine world because I think all of us um like in the world just by the nature that we've had to spend so much time in isolation, are doing so much self reflection. Yeah,
0: so
1: I think this is kind of the mental state, and where everyone, like everyone, is kind of reevaluating themselves and their relationships with their family and their relationship within with themselves, where they stand within this world, finding out their purpose. Like it, it just feels very quarantine-y to me. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that makes a lot of
0: sense. Um,
1: and you know, at the end of the day, getting butt ass naked. <laughs> work. because. Thank
0: you for being so brave. <laughs>
1: thank you for being so brave. Here's a rose. I want you to stick around. I didn't even you off. It looked like you were about to say something, sir.
0: I just wanted to talk about Easy. Oh, <sighs> uh.
1: This was a tough one to watch because she definitely went into the date knowing that she was going to send him home. But then she ended up having a really fun time with him. And like, he didn't have a really really have a reason to send him home other than someone must have pushed him to say he was falling in love with her, so it happened.
0: must have been like production or something. I know they honestly seemed to have really good chemistry. I was laughing, watching it like I thought it was like really, really funny, like like she pranked him and like all this kind of stuff um I thought it was funny every time she kept running away like. I, and then I also think, yes, I think that production, somebody pushed him to say, I love you. And it was like, I, I, I think this is where we're really seeing Tayshia, like, falling apart a little bit. And she's just like, that is not, like, she didn't want to hear that. I don't think she's, I don't think she want, I don't think she's ready to hear it from any of them yet.
1: I don't know. I mean, time will certainly tell. Uh, this one was just, it was just a hard watch because I think Easy is like a really really pure soul and I think oh he, God, I love him he's so funny he was so funny and I think he really really likes Taisha. and I think he's somebody if you want a partner who is just like down for a good time like things don't have to be messy and difficult like you'll laugh a lot like I think Easy's is your guy um I don't know yeah I, it just it doesn't for whatever reason she wasn't feeling it yeah we can't we can't be in Tasha. we can't make that decision for her i just
0: we can't we can't know but
1: can we please do a memorandum on memorandum on um the or the leads picking up the rose
0: only to say that i can't give this to you i'm so done with it when did um was it rachel and again, I know that it's like a production thing. I think Rachel was talking to somebody and then left the room to get the rose just to tell them she couldn't get yes, it. Yes,
1: <laughs> it was something. Somebody did, somebody was did that. Was it
0: Rachel? I just remember being like, no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it's just a mean, it's mean.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I just want it to be over with. I know. I'm done. Done. You Get rid of roses altogether. (laughs) Just kidding.
1: No, how (laughs) dare you, Sarah? That's the last (laughs) Um, thing. Okay, so at the end, they decide that they're not going to have a cocktail party because obviously there have been two.
0: No, 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 they are, but later. Oh,
1: but later. First, we have to
0: have a two-on-one.
1: So this two-on-one kind of mimicked uh, the two-on-one from last season between Tammy and... um, Mac Mac something. Mac
0: Macella. Mac, my Kenna.
1: My Kenna. <laughs> <laughs> uh the
0: yeah, pre-cocktail there, party two on one. Cocktail two on one. Um, where where my Kenna did not or sorry, my sorry, Tammy got sent home and mm-hmm. then my Kenna had to go through the cocktail party. And then also did oh, not see no. her. And it was just like, just send them both home right now. Who gives a shit, Peter? God. Anyway. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Actually, I have to have a, I have to say this. Um, oh. The people need to know, you need to know. I am Snapchatting with our sister, Grace. And I realized her Snapchat account is called the Pilot Pete Hate Account. <laughs> what? And I was like. Grace, why is this your Snapchat name? And she's like, "Haha, because I hate him. <laughs> I was like, so we have to, like, publicly throw shade? Grace! I didn't even realize she cared that much. The Pirate Pete hate account? I've literally never heard her talk about The Bachelor or him ever in our time. <laughs> Yours? Like I so confused. Okay. All right. Well, I guess check it, check it out on Snapchat. She never talks about him. She never talks about The Bachelor. It's mainly pictures of her forehead. (laughs) So if you're into foreheads, I guess. (laughs) Check out the pilot Pete Hate account on (laughs) Instagram. Snapchat. Snapchat. (laughs) Wow, you know it's crazy. Pete ripped open his forehead. On his so it's a gloat. She's like, "I have a perfectly intact <laughs> forehead." Guys, wow. we are not kidding. Grace only Snapchat's images of the top half of her head. It is always just her forehead. <laughs> Got to get those streaks. Whatever. Okay, right, sorry. About. We can we can move on. I just I had to let this. We
1: had to talk about it. Um. So. At the end, we have, um, before, you know, Taysha enters, we have um, probably the one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on this show, and that is saying something. Um, so Bennett gets up to give get a box, and this box is a present for Noah, and it's a three-parter. And Noah cannot really tell what's going on, so he well, had I couldn't either. Neither can I. And it evolves. Like the it, it evolves into being sort of a nice thing into being like the meanest thing. The
0: I, worst, most condescending thing I've ever seen. Yes. This is when Charlie texted me and was like, This guy is a full on psychopath. <laughs> so and I Okay.
1: So it starts off with a handkerchief because They had a shared conversation about, like, growing up on a ranch or something. I don't know. Yeah, it
0: was, like, a red bandana. And he's, like, this reminds me of you from that conversation. It was, like, one of the first conversations we had.
1: Yeah, and it was really
0: nice. Oh,
1: wow. And even (sighs) Noah kind of had, like, a sweet little smile on his face. He's, like, oh, that's really nice. Because, like, Bennett was recalling in great detail what they talked about. Yeah. And then the second gift was a pair of worn socks that has since been washed of mustaches, like printed with mustaches. And it was basically a dig at Noah's mustache.
0: But when he first pulls them out, I was like, again, kind of sweet, because it makes you think of Noah. And then he was like, this is the only place that a mustache should be worn. And I was like, maybe that's him trying to make a joke, but he's kind of weird, so it's like not Sure. Yeah. I'm
1: not, you're right. <laughs> you're so
0: right. Because
1: at this moment, I'm like, I don't know. And then the final gift is when you realize what a crazy person Bennett it is. And it's a book on emotional intelligence. And there are apparently four quadrants. And Nathan is really good, is okay at one of them. But he's terrible. Like, completely deficient. Noah,
0: not Nathan. Oh, my God. I'm so- <laughs>
1: Noah. It's a great guy name. I can't believe I uh I messed it up. But um <laughs> says that Noah is really good at or he's okay at one of them, but is severely lacking in the Well,
0: other. and this is what's so honestly, I almost wish he had just said that, like it was just pointed like that, but instead he tries to frame it as a favor. This is some. He, this is what's so condescending. This is something that I think will really, really help you in your 20s. Like, this is going to help you become the man. Like, I wasn't very emotionally intelligent in my 20s. Like, this is going to help you be the man that you want to become. It That's was, what was, like, so nasty.
1: I was getting severe flashbacks of Taylor and Corinne
0: talking about uh, yes. emotional intelligence. And, and by the way, after I watched this episode, I had a vivid dream that Taylor was in. I just... I <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's important to point that out. But, like, it is, like, <laughs> he, it, it is not your place to tell someone else where they are at emotionally. Um, And it was just done to belittle him and humiliate him. Uh, yeah. And, and one other... In a, in, a, oh, in a
0: shelf above him, the same way that Taylor did it to Corinne. And one other thing that I thought was crazy, and this is backing up to the group date a little bit, he makes a dig at Noah for not knowing how to spell privilege when he when Bennett lost the spelling bee two weeks ago <laughs> right do you remember that yep he yep. lost the spelling bee and now he's making fun of somebody else for not knowing how to spell privilege
1: yep it, he's I'm done like I'm out yeah. on Noah and I'm pretty sure Taysha is too because we end on the cliffhanger of what's in the box yeah, next week As is much, really intense. I'm not sure what is more disturbing. Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box or um, a book on emotional intelligence in a box. Like, both are horrible outcomes. <laughs> what? That's, that's a reference. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Seven, Sarah? What's in the uh, box?
0: What's in the box? <laughs> I actually didn't see it, but should I see it? No, I just told you the ending. <laughs> Oh, that's the end. It's Gwen's head. Yeah. Because isn't it like, isn't it like, wait, maybe I'm thinking of seven.
1: <laughs> that is seven.
0: Oh, seven. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Seven. And it's like, it's like seven. And then like, it's like body parts. Oh, and then you get a head at the end.
1: No, that's not what it is. But uh, uh, it's about the seven deadly sins. Oh. Um, uh, very good. It's David Fincher. Who screams what's in the box? Brad Pitt.
0: Mm, I'm going to look up the scene.
1: Yeah, you should look up the
0: scene. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I'm very, I, I'm, Tasha's already fired up. I'm
0: ready and excited to watch her get crazy. Next yeah, week. me too. I want her to just, like, explode. And, like, explode on Bennett. I want to see her go nuts. Yeah. yeah go crazy um okay
1: that's all i have to say about this episode we will include uh in the notes that this is a spoiler episode for the movie seven
0: <laughs> when did seven come out because isn't it after like 10 years it doesn't matter anymore that's all oh, new.
1: oh i didn't know I, I mean it came out in the late 90s i'm pretty sure
0: i think that's like the general rule
1: 1995
0: What's the one with okay. Will Smith? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i think of a different movie.
1: <laughs> okay. 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 Well, thank you so much for joining us this week,
0: you guys. Yeah, thank you. Um <laughs> we've got oh my gosh, we've got two more weeks to get through really until Christmas. I'm so I'm like I'm so ready for another break.
1: (laughs) Me too. I just got a rejection email while we were on this Zoom.
0: (laughs) Mm, mm. I'm already like, Congratulations. I did see all of the, all of those like Spotify wrapped. I did see a really funny tweet where somebody made it look like it was their LinkedIn wrap. And it was like, you applied to 547 jobs this year. You got rejected by all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All
1: good. It's part of the part of life. Um, but yeah, I mean needless to say, I'm ready for the break too. <laughs>
0: yeah. I love it. Okay guys, well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe. It Course, the journey doesn't end here. Follow us on social media at Sarah Elizabeth Franklin and at Alex Ryan Frank. We'll see you later.
0: Hi, I'm Michelle Varey. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters
1: that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media. Or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.